Hello and welcome to Parenting Grit Podcast, faith-filled real talk about family life, the ups, the downs and everything in the middle. It's Genevieve here with Derek. Hi everybody, welcome back to Season 3 of Parenting Grit. It is so great to be back. Season 3, who knew we'd get to three seasons? Yes, exactly. And we're going to host in this season 10 chats around parenting transitions because just when you think you've got a handle on one season of parenting, our children grow and we face a whole new set of delights and new challenges. That's so true and we're looking forward to all of the chats that we have in this season. So some of the chats that we'll be having is just Genevieve and I who will be talking through some of the things that we've learnt in our parenting along the way. And some of the chats will be with families who we've um, aligning ourselves with and we're going to um, glean some of the wisdom that they've um, experienced in their parenting journey. So looking forward to it. Yeah, which brings us to today's episode. This is episode number one of season three and it is Transition to Parenthood part one with Tom and Michaela Hawkes. Hello. Welcome guys. Hey, thanks for having us. So good to you. Awesome to have you along. Thanks for saying yes. (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Um, It's awesome to have you guys join us to kick off uh, season three of Parenting Mm. Grit. So a real pleasure to have you along and we are big fans of you guys, um, everything that Aww. you do here oh, at C3 you. and um, your gorgeous little boy who is growing like a weed, as they say. He is. <laughs> he is an absolute, <laughs> absolute delight. And uh, so why don't you kick off this episode by telling us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Well, my name's Michaela um, and you are? Oh, my name's Tom. You're Tom. <laughs> Sorry, as we've already established, you yeah. got that we are the young adult pastors here at C3 Hepburn Heights. Awesome. Uh, I'm also a chaplain mm-hmm. uh, at a primary school, which I love. And Tom, uh, what and do I you do? do? I, do me- I do media <laughs> here. Um, you know, all the videos and design and uh, website stuff just alongside an awesome team of people here. And I also have a little photography business um, on the side, which yeah. is pretty fun. Awesome. And we've got a... 18 month old Leo. Yeah, year and a half. Yeah. Bundle so of joy. Yep. yep. He is a fun little man. Um, little. He's, he's, he's a big kid. He's a big boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a big personality. Yeah, but he's very cute. We love him. So. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a bit about us. Very good. So good. <laughs> so, obviously, when you become parents, it's an exciting time. Mm. But what did your journey to parenthood look like? Mm. Well, I think we've always been on the same page about having kids Yeah, through yeah. our relationship that we both talked about when we were dating that we actually didn't want to have kids. Mm. Yep. That was that important. That's important to us to do good because, you know, sometimes people don't have the conversation, <laughs> yep. you know. That's a top tip number one, yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So we were on the same page about that, about having um, kids. I probably could have waited a little longer yeah, than I th- we did. I think when we were in marriage prep we said uh, around five years we would wait uh, to have kids. Okay. Um, but then – yeah, as time went on into our marriage, I a was... A very little amount of time. Yes, I was quite keen. Tom, not so much. But, uh, yeah, I think I had some fear around just kind of how long it would take to actually fall pregnant. So I think I thought I think I had this idea in my head that it was just going to take this really long time. Mm. You know, I, I've never been pregnant before, so... I wasn't sure, like, can my body do it? Yeah. And so I think in my head I wanted to try it early 
You were thinking we needed a three-year plan. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was down for the plan. Yeah. Well, you know, we're but all here for it. We, yeah, we soon found out that, you know, that was no, all not was, the yeah, case. it happened very quickly. Yeah. So basically I wasn't taking uh, any hormonal contraception. contraception. Mm. Um, we were taking a more natural approach um, basically because I had some issues with taking the pill where uh, when I started taking it, I it just kind of triggered a lot of anxiety for me. Yeah. And so then I stopped taking it, which was good, but the anxiety stayed. So that kind of that left me taking some antidepressants to help with that, which mm-hmm. was good. But then in turn, we had some issues with um, our sex life. And so we were seeking some medical help for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I a year into our marriage, I was diagnosed with endometriosis oh, wow. and uh, I quickly after that diagnosis had surgery to remove it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but the thing is that when you have that surgery, they don't, which they didn't actually mention to us. But no, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> tell us about it, but... Yeah, but, right, right after the surgery, yeah, basically you're good to go. Like you're you're quite fertile after yeah. having that procedure. So, wow. um, which it was good. Like you know they got rid of it, and you know they were like, yeah, everything's working well. And then a month uh, later, fell fell pregnant with Leo. Yeah, uh, and you know we were obviously uh, happy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. but surprised at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, it, I, yeah, it took yeah. a moment. Yeah, when I told Tom that I was pregnant, I think he just laughed out of yeah I think you were at home while I was doing the shopping yeah and then I came home and you'd just been pacing the room for like 40 minutes waiting for me to get home and then when you told me you just showed me the the stick and you were like like, and then I just I think I laughed uncontrollably (laughs) like a joker for about five minutes like I just got all right god I guess you just do whatever you want with your life. Yeah. <laughs> but my hands are off yeah. the controls yeah. now. Yeah, I wasn't angry, wasn't anything like that. I, yeah. awesome. I, it was still, you know, worth celebrating and yeah. it was, it was yeah. awesome for us and still a lot of joy, but yeah. it and was definitely um, yeah. a surprise to me. We had And we had a very, you know, healthy pregnancy birth, yeah. even, despite yeah. a lot of um, – morning sick morning all day sickness yes and night <laughs> sickness throughout every trimester uh so, that, so i found that quite hard yeah our budget found that hard because the only thing that cured that was hot chips <laughs> yep ah. so we went through uh, yes. a real dip in our savings <laughs> yes. 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 hot chips every day every meal yes. yeah i just could not bear to eat anything else but hot chips but yeah the awesome. baby wants what the baby wants yeah. the baby yeah. wants what, and he still wants and what he, he wants still and <laughs> yeah so Tom, um, if I may, um, that's yeah. awesome, and and I, I love hearing your story. Um, from a guy's perspective, mm. Michaela mentioned that you know she was you had a chat about kids and you were going to have kids. You decided that before you got married and and in your dating life. And then Michaela mentioned that she was kind of more keen than you. So from a guy's perspective, what were the things that you felt like? needed to happen or you wanted to happen before Mm. you were ready to have kids? So for me, I still definitely wanted to have kids, but I didn't want to have kids feeling like I wasn't financially prepared. And I think that's a big sticking point for a lot of guys. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. um, Is just, for me, finances, and a lot of guys, it's just always been a big sticking point for me that we're never at that point where we're ready to move on to the next chapter because how are we going to do it or how is life going to work out if we can't, you know, provide in the right way. And, um, I mean, we were. I was at the time, I was a high school chaplain and working for church, so working for two church organisations. You know, it pays the bills, does well, but, you know, um, it leaves a little to be decided in the finances. But we, you know, we budget well, we work hard and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, that was the biggest thing is going, you know, how are we going to pay for this? 
how yeah. we're going to do all this yeah. and provide a life um, yeah. that we want for yeah. our kids. Yeah. Mm. Um, and but I think also to come into the revelation yep. and the point of going, well, we're never going to have that point of yep. perfection. Yes. Excellent. We're yep. never going to have, never going to have that point where I go, okay, mm. I'm ready to have four kids now yep. because <laughs> I have the right amount of, of money in yeah. the bank. And, yes. You know, you don't know what could happen the next week, yep. you yeah. know, to take that, take away from that. That's so so good. there was a, a, an unfolding kind of truth mm. in yeah. me that I had to, I had to come to that point of realizing that, yeah. you awesome. know, I got to live life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. Yep. And waiting and creating barriers in your own mind that creates the sort of the lag and the weight. Mm. You know, sometimes you can, uh, look back and go, gee, I wish we had yeah. done something earlier than we did. And, yeah. And I don't, yeah. Yeah. And Any for, regrets? No, no, no regrets. <laughs> if anything, it helped me trust God in a whole new way yeah. Yeah. and awesome. go deeper in my faith in that way and mm. handing over a lot of insecurity yeah. um, to God about those things and knowing that I don't have to be the man that provides for everything and not everything, you know, and the whole weight of my family and mm. the generations to come isn't necessarily weighted on my ability to earn more money. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, it was an unfolding truth and revelation of God just trusting God mm. and his provision in yep. our life since mm. then. It's just been unbelievable. Yep. We live in mm. such a blessed country. Yep. You know, if you're listening and you're thinking, you know, on that same verge point of, you know, should I have kids, but I'm not like, it's, it's actually, it's a lot easier. Yep. The finance side, it works yep. out. Everything yep. kind of figures itself <laughs> out. We're in a blessed country yeah. That's awesome. and God is faithful. So mm. good stuff. You know. totally. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. guys. I'd That's agree. Great. That's probably our experience with the mm. whole financial side of things too. Mm. Sure. And it's interesting because I think, you know, we, didn't have a massive income prior to having children either. But somebody who in our world has a lot more money than us actually said that they went through the same fear process and, you know, came to the conclusion children don't make financial sense. Mm. Having kids is not a financial thing. It's not a financial decision. Mm. But the the fear of the financial mm. pressure does impact how you prepare yep. to yeah. become yeah, a parent. huge. And yeah. like you're saying, practical steps that you do in, in conjunction with your wife, you know, bud- budgeting well and... Mm. You know, if, you, if you're talking about it and keeping the communication lines open, I think it's when you don't do that that the finances can become yeah, so, totally. such a big issue yeah. even mm. after your child has yeah. arrived mm. that can um, not go so well if yeah. you're not talking about it openly. So yeah. well done. Mm. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thank you. So now moving on to our next question. Um, how did you guys prepare yourself for parenthood? Well, I think... You know, you can prepare as much as you can, which is good. I think I'm not saying don't prepare, but I think once you actually have your child, you kind of, you know, you start your journey of learning about them and who they are, what they need. Mm. But there were definitely some real practical things that we did. I think, yep. um, you know, a big one for us was prayer, was prayer, yeah. um, mm. praying for our future child yep. and, you know, what kind of person we wanted uh, him to be. Yeah. Um, even, you know, little things like we really prayed that we would have a good sleeper yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and, you Excellent know, that prayer. our house would be, you know, a home of peace and mm-hmm. and we would foster that that love um, mm. to our child as parents and that God would give us that wisdom. And so that was, you know, like a daily thing that we were doing yep. um, uh, with our prayer um, and really, yeah, giving that over to God. Um, yeah, and we found so much faithfulness in that because Leo yeah. is such a good sleeper, not to brag. <laughs> the kid is is unreal. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's practical things that we've done to put that yeah, in place yeah. and creating rhythms and routines, which yeah. Michaela will maybe talk yeah, about yeah, in a second because yeah. she was the kind of the, the mastermind, mm-hmm. you know, the researcher, the, you know, <laughs> who, who kind of made that happen. But then God's faithfulness through our prayer, yeah. I think, makes a big point too. Totally, yeah. yeah. So practically I... Uh, I read the book 
called Baby Wise, which mm-hmm. was given to me by someone in our church, uh, which I, I found helpful, but I also felt like I needed something more kind of mm-hmm. practical that I could, you know, take hold of and, you know, put to use. So I did a newborn sleep course, uh, which was probably the best thing I think I've done in just being able to create routine in those really early days mm. with mm. a baby. Uh yeah, and, you know, understanding how, um, you know, babies need sleep and wake times and feeding and burping and, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, it's okay if they're only sleeping for 40 minutes because that's actually developmentally normal, mm. um, uh, you know, around that age. And so I prepared um, a, a lot with that, doing that course and, and, and reading books. And we also, you know, we were asking people further along the journey f- um, yeah. for questions and mm-hmm. for their wisdom mm-hmm. uh, because, yeah. you know, I think when Leah was born, you know, you when you're a first-time parent, you feel a little bit like a fish out of water. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. you know, your whole world is turned upside down. And yep. so, you know, we really had to rely on other people for their wisdom and um, their great. advice and realizing that you know, yeah, every baby and child is so different. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah, and learn to hold your opinions loosely mm-hmm. in terms of like <laughs> they, you know, because you think you know everything, and then yep. the next stage comes and. Mm. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> you don't know That's anything. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, but then it, like with every stage that Leo's gone through, you know, like I did that sleep course when, um, when he was born, and uh, but then you know as he transitioned to being older and you know starting solids and eating that mm. was a whole new mm. new world and so I did a lot of research on that and um you know and now he's a full-blown toddler uh so that's a very strong-willed strong-willed toddler, toddler yeah. Yeah. yeah and so we're learning how to navigate all of those you know those big emotions yeah. and mm-hmm. you know creating a really good foundation for him um and you know teaching him certain things and so you know, we're, we're learning from other people in that regard. Um, so always looking to the next, yeah. I guess, transition from, you know, where your child is going to and, and yeah. looking ahead and, okay, how are we going to tackle this? And yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And getting on the same page together, I think, has been really helpful mm. as well. And I think that's yep. significant in the transition from not being a parent to being a parent mm. is also remembering that it's not just bringing a kid, it's you're becoming a mum and a dad. And so yes. it's, a, it's two dynamics in yeah. there, you're yep. being a parent, but then also you still have a marriage to maintain. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so how, how are you going to practically prepare yeah. for those things? And so we'd have to talk about, you know, ways that we can love each other. Yeah. And you don't really know until you're doing it, to yeah. be honest, yeah. because <laughs> you don't know what kind of baby you're going to have. You yep. don't know, you know, what yep. the rhythms are going to look like really. Um, but coming up with ideas around yeah. how you can love each other practically. Yes. Um, when That's the baby great. comes so that you're not trying to figure it out in the dark, yeah. uh, you know, 3am <laughs> when the baby's <laughs> yeah. crying. But, yeah, we, we tried to talk about that yeah. a bit more as yeah. well while yeah. we were preparing. That's yeah. great. Sometimes you don't actually know what you're going to need. Like mm. I yeah. thought that I wouldn't enjoy breastfeeding. I, I was committed to doing it, mm. but I didn't think I'd enjoy it, whereas I loved it. And so yeah. you just don't quite know, as you say, how you're going to respond as a parent yeah. and also what kind of baby you're going to get. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, keeping that communication and my, and my cue in all of that was just to make sure I brought the glasses of water. Yes, <laughs> the snack and the water. Yeah. If oh, I sat yes. down to feed. Oh, yeah, the thirst just yes. hits you, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you know that,
that's your job and yes. the expectations set in the in your relationship right. that's yep. your job then yep. there's no disappointment no. there's no over expectations <laughs> yes. you know you're the water guy the water boy yeah, I'm the water boy <laughs> correct and to be honest you know uh, you, Tom you probably experienced this as well but in those first months of having had a having had a baby you do sometimes as the guy feel a little bit like you're a little bit redundant because it's mm. very focused mm-hmm. on the mum yeah. so I really like what you're saying about you know making sure that you you I found my role was becoming you know how we how am I supporting Genevieve in our marriage relationship mm, yeah. because it's very heavily focused on the child mum yes. when they're mm. babies. So mm. I liked what you were saying about doing things to promote your marriage relationship mm. with Michaela, even though this new young <laughs> thing has yeah. entered your world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. For sure. Well done. Yeah, I remember reading. I think it was in a Mops book, which is Mothers of Preschoolers, and the line was something along the lines of "We pause this marriage or interrupt this marriage to have children," mm. and that was sort of saying how you know you need to be careful that that isn't the case. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, oh, totally. Yeah, good wisdom yeah. in that. So, what do you wish you had known or discussed or considered before having kids that just didn't cross your mind or you didn't resource yourselves in? Mm. Mm. I think. I think. Um, there's lots of little things that you just, again, you, it's hard to prepare yourself for and you have so much retrospective, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yep. You can look back at it and go, oh, why would I do that or why would I say that or why would I, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but I think even one thing is just our expectations for when I got home from work uh-huh. is, uh-huh. A, is was a big thing for yeah. us because I was working hard. I was basically staring at a computer screen for eight hours. Middle of COVID. Middle uh, of COVID. Yes. It was a lot of extra um, responsibilities on my shoulders at that point I had to kind of carry. Mm-hmm. And so when I was done with work and also working from home, is a whole that's a different yep. dynamic <laughs> yeah. completely. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're done with work, um, Michaela, she would just want me to take the baby because yeah. she's like, I'm done with work. You're the cavalry. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I'm like, no, but I'm done with work. Yeah. So I think setting the expectations and, and the boundaries around the end of work time and the transition – Yep. When when whoever gets home from work and needs to kind of decompress first, yeah. Yeah. just explaining that and having some expectations around that, what that's mm. going to look like, so that you don't both end up frustrated mm. and both end up tired, yeah. but yes. you have you both have proper finish lines, yes. yes, for that day, and then you can kind of swap over. And that's very wise. Yeah, and that was just a conversation because I think it was probably just a build up of frustration, and then yeah. we just had to have a chat about it, mm. and I had to realize that Tom just needed to come home and just go on his phone for, you know, five, ten minutes, go to the toilet and come back. And, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, I'm I'm ready. And then yep. we can kind of tag team, you know, nighttime and bedtime and all of that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that was just a conversation. And so, and you know, that was, wasn't something that we realised would be an issue, no. uh, you know, as we got into it. Yeah. That's yeah, I think, I think also just the whole idea, I guess, that the baby, the rhythms of the baby for that period of time is kind of going to own your schedule yeah. a mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. I think in my head maybe it was a little bit more fluid, a little <laughs> bit more like, yeah, he'll just sleep at the cafe and yeah. that's fine. And we can do this and do that. Um, but then I'm like, no, he must have. Yeah, you were like, no, he needs to sleep in this room at this time with yeah. this amount of light at this volume. Yeah. Um, all these different things, which is fine. We're both on the yeah. same page about that. Yeah. But I think the expectation of not of each other, but of reality yes. of, yeah. of yeah. what that's actually going to totally. look like and feel like in the moment. Because yeah. yeah. even though you can go to a cafe, I'm exhausted. Why yes. would I want to go to a cafe right now <laughs> yeah. other than just getting pure caffeine in my bloodstream yeah. <laughs> to keep moving? Um, but yeah. yeah. I think if I could go back and tell myself something, um, you know, right in those early days and probably first, you know, six months, just to relax a little bit. Yeah. Like, 
I said that all the time yeah. and you didn't <laughs> like Stop it. telling me yeah. to <laughs> No, but just um, the fact that I can't control everything yes. um, and I won't be able to control everything. You know, I can do so much and research and, you know, know everything I can possibly know about babies and whatever. But at the end of the day, it's it's okay if things don't go Absolutely, perfectly. Yeah, yep. every single day. It's not going to yep. turn your yeah. child into a career criminal. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I was just at the beginning. I was so fixated on he must sleep for this amount of time and must feed for this amount of time and yeah. he needs to do this and this. And then I think I just got to a point where I was like, it's it's actually okay and yeah. I need yeah. to let go of that that control. Yeah. Yep. And the thing is, is I think what we've learned is if something is going good, it's not going to last. Yeah. for mm. long. Yep. But it's a bit, but, <laughs> a bit grim. No, but, but if it's not changing, but if growth, things are going bad, yeah. or like you know he's in a sleep regression, or mm. or something, that's also not going to last forever. Yes. Yep. So because yeah. things just change quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I but think they feel like forever. Forever. Yeah. 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 So I think that's probably something. That's great. I yeah. Tell myself. Yeah. And I yeah. think just one more thing for guys to. And girls, but I think especially for guys as well, is making sure that you're connecting with other guys. Yes. yes. Um, and we, I had a, luckily had a couple guys as well that I'm good friends with who also were having babies at the mm. same time or within yep. the same sort of six month period. Yeah. And so we were able to talk and catch up and connect now and then. But That's I think right. um, being intentional, I probably would have done that even better. Yep. Yeah. Um, is being even more intentional about connecting with guys, talking yeah. about you know the struggles that only we can really relate yeah, to. Yeah. Totally. Because yep. um, it can be a really lonely you know, kind of if you're, say, the parent who stays home or even, you know, just being a new dad or a new mum, some, you know, sometimes it can feel really lonely, like, oh, yeah. no one can relate to how I'm feeling mm. and what yeah. we're going through. Well, when people do relate, they're just telling you, all, oh, it just gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> like they're ahead and they always yes. tell you, oh, you're going to go over in your pregnancy. <laughs> you know, oh, no, he's not going to sleep well or eat well. And you're like, yeah, uh, not helpful. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. So it's good to have... It's know, good to have that community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. That yeah. can relate people to who can encourage you and yeah, connect totally. With you. Yeah, that's yeah. really great. Yeah, that's Excellent. so good, guys. I'm really impressed with um, how you parent Leo. He's a beautiful little young man, <laughs> and I love watching you guys in that space. And you're a great mum and dad. So you. you guys are really wise. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> I'm thinking we were not guys, this wise. That's excellent. Well done. <laughs> very, very good. Um, I love the whole letting go of the whole financial thing, that there's this mm. golden, mm. you know, place to try and slot kids into, that that's, that's a bit of a myth. Mm. And, uh, yeah, your focus on prayer, and that's really obvious in the fruitfulness of, of how things have fallen out for you guys. And I love that you mentioned that you wanted to have a peaceful sort of atmosphere in your home, mm. that you knew the flavour that you wanted your children and your family mm. to, to have. And, yeah, as you said, you're birthing a mum, a dad and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's three things being born there and you want that to be a peaceful process, as peaceful as possible. Mm. Love that you um, wanted to be on the same page and yep. that, that mm. was something that you spoke of as you were dating early in your marriage and through... Yeah, the surprise uh, early <laughs> arrival of, of <laughs> parenthood for you guys. But, you know, I love how graciously you accepted that, you know, with yeah. a bit of humour. I like the laughter. Sometimes you just need to laugh things out. <laughs> <laughs> and I think definitely keeping humour in your home as parents is key. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well done. Yeah, really well uh, done. Staying connected Thanks. to other parents, wise counsel. You guys just have got some beautiful points there for people to take a hold of. So, 
Thanks for joining us today. No worries. Thanks for having us. So thanks for joining us today on Parenting Grit. And we are really looking forward to being a part of your parenting world this year on a monthly basis all the way through to November of this year. And don't forget, we have a Parenting Grit Facebook page where we are going to have a host of resources that we recommend for you guys to read or listen to throughout the year as well. And we look forward to you joining us next month.